Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we have a great episode for you. We discuss what should the actual priorities look like for each subject that we teach and what actually matters. We are sure this will be encouraging and we hope you enjoy. Before we begin, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making the Smiling Homeschooler possible. They're an amazing math curriculum and they help more homeschoolers smile. So go support them and check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Also, thank you to Homeschooling Today magazine for their support. They're an amazing source of regular homeschooling encouragement, and every mom needs that. So go subscribe to their magazine over at homeschoolingtoday.com. Another great way to support The Smiling Homeschooler and encourage yourself is picking up one of our books over on our website, thesmilinghomeschooler.com. Well, let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. We are. Uh, I'm just a little tired. Uh, we've been running hard for the last, I don't know how, how long, um, maybe it's the end of the summer or maybe feeling like, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> let's see. We've been running hard since we had kids, yeah. um, but we have two kids who are uh, in the last week, weeks uh, before they have a baby. And uh, so that's always exciting and always stressful. And I can tell they're trying to get things done. So that's Sam's wife, McKenna, uh, and then Catherine, our daughter, um, they're both due Catherine's doing a couple of weeks, but she might, she's got, it looks like she's going to be early and McKenna is past due. And, uh, in fact, Catherine went to her appointment today and they said, they measured me at uh, like whatever she is. I don't even know how many weeks, how many weeks, when do you have a baby? What, how many weeks? Like 39, isn't it? 40. I don't know. We'll say, we'll just round it off to 40, but they said, <laughs> you look like you're like a half a week early. And I said, you look like you're at 50 weeks. <laughs> so she looks like every mom loves it. to hear that. That's very encouraging. <laughs> know, know. <clears throat> this is beyond encouragement. Doesn't work at this point. <laughs> yeah. <it's right>. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, Ben had the idea. Maybe we talk about, uh, kind of priority homeschooling. Um, and I think what he meant was, you know, you can only teach, you can only do so much in a day, right? Well, what I meant um, so, to also just to clarify is, you know, we and I said this in the write up is we spent a lot of time, you know, talking about don't worry about it. Don't stress about it. Today is about stress. No, I'm just kidding. But we rec- recognize that obviously you are homeschooling your kids and you are going to be doing you know, subjects and on topics. So I thought it'd just be helpful, you know, to kind of go through and recognize, okay, here's what we think are the priorities uh, and the main things that are, you know, uh, important to be hitting, you know, every day or every week or whatever that may look like. So go ahead from take it from there. I think, I, I think that's a good idea because again, you can't cover everything. And I know moms, right. uh, you kind of minding your own business, thinking you're doing a good job. And all of a sudden you hear someone say, Oh, you have to do, whatever european games of the medieval times and you're like oh we've got to fit that in now or uh you know someone says oh you got to do this you can't do it all that's kind of like you got to start there but i was thinking ben maybe we just even kind of run through some of the subjects and say what matters within that subject and what doesn't and i would say for us the wilsons the very most important thing and our priority is bible time um, you know, you know, and by Bible time, I don't mean that we think our kids should interact with the Bible the way a 50 year old person interacts with the Bible. You know, um, we, our mom always did devotions with the kids first thing. It was never super deep. You know, it was just um, and as they got older, I would tell the kids, I want you to read their Bibles. I mean, I check even now 
I check on Cal and Jed to make sure they're reading the Bibles every day. I don't expect them to interact with it on the most deep spiritual level, level, but I know that God said what goes in won't return void. So I think that's important. What about you, Ben? Did you think that was important in your homeschooling? And Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, because that's if, you know, without... You can have the best math math kid in the world, but without Bible, without God, it's pretty much meaningless. Uh, not pretty much. It is meaningless. Uh, so obviously eternal and eternity is way more important than anything else. So that should be the number one priority. If nothing else is done in the long run, uh, you know, teaching your children to love the Lord is the, <laughs> the most important thing any of us can do and is what we all are praying for, I hope. Um, and if you don't... But I think it's really important not to stress out over that because right. i know a lot of yeah. people who push so hard and they're doing these big heavy studies and honestly we've looked at some of those and thought of incorporating them and they look really good because they have some really pretty pictures and they they feel like it's spiritual but it's not very sustainable right. and again i don't think we should expect our little seven-year-olds or even our teenagers to think like we do you know, we just want to not just give them good habits because I don't I think it's more than that. I want to put God's word in their hearts through them reading it, through them hearing it, even if they don't interact with it on a deep spiritual level. And again, it's that same thing of resisting the urge of this is what other people have done. You know, like so if you see someone else and they're like, Man, their kid has memorized all of Proverbs and they're only seven. You in know? Hebrew. Yeah. In Hebrew. Like, I I mean we grew up in a church where, you know, I mean probably every church has, but where, you know, there are kids like that. And honestly, a lot of them are not walking with Christ at this point, you know, and I'm not saying that that means anything. I'm just saying don't worry about the comparison of what other people say is perfect you know of oh man they can recite so much they look so good because we as we all know well, the look remember, is not enough <laughs> it's the I heart remember in our church we this little kid got up and he was probably seven years old he recited deuteronomy chapter six which is the shema in hebrew and every mother in there was like my own children are spiritual yeah. clods you know and again like ben said it, it is not a heart thing it's like getting a dolphin to jump up for a, a fish. He doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean anything. He's just able to do that. Okay, let's move on to another one. Okay, so that's a priority to us. Another priority is reading. Um, reading is a priority, you know, because God's word is a written word. So you want your kids to be able to read and to order at McDonald's, even though you yeah. can do it with pictures. So you really don't need to read. For that. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are different levels of reading. Ben is a reading lover but not all kids love to read right right i mean as you have in eight kids you have eight different types of readers so it's i mean exactly. every person is different so 100 percent. but i do think so that i is, think it's oh, i ahead. mean pretty much everything else is difficult if you don't have that so uh obviously i do think that is in core but and and then not just by love of reading i don't mean you know when we say that i don't think it means like you have a desire to read a hundred books a year. Like that's not necessarily what love of reading is, but maybe it's just not a fear of reading or knowing what mm. uh, reading is capable of, you know, is it can provide information. It can provide answers. It can provide entertainment. It can provide God's word. Just, you know, knowing that that's a good thing. That's not something to like dread or think is boring. Um, but doesn't necessarily mean right. every kid's just going to just devour books constantly. Um, 
So that's a great distinction. That's a great distinction. You know, and we want them to be maybe that's a, a better distinction to say not afraid of reading because Ben was a reader. Sam was a drawer. Sam, ben read every night. Sam didn't read every night. In fact, one time I asked Sam, I said, Sam, how come, you know, uh, you read or Ben reads and you don't read? And he goes, I don't need to read. And I said, why? And he goes, Ben tells me everything I need to know. Uh, <laughs> did you ever know that, Ben? Only, yeah. If you look at this podcast, probably every 50 episodes, this story comes up. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think it's such a great. It but, is you know, Stolen and, and line, really, though. Within reading, though, you know, we didn't, we didn't highlight certain aspects of reading, you know, because now they call it literature. And literature means you have to know stuff within that. So, like Ben used a word yesterday I'd never heard before. Do you remember what it was? Muffigan. Mu- oh, mulligan. Mu- no, it wasn't mulligan. It was. Yeah. Oh, MacGuffin. Yeah, sorry. A MacGuffin. I had never heard that. And a MacGuffin, and we're not even going to tell you what it is in case you don't know what it is. You have to look it up. A MacGuffin. But I had never heard that. You know, I, lo- I, list- I looked it up and I know it. But we didn't talk- care about our kids knowing the protagonist and the antagonist. You know, because we knew after reading, they knew who the good guy and who the bad guy was. You know, we didn't work on poems where they had to have a meter, you know, where it went A, B, B, C, A, D. You know, because, again, because of our priority, we didn't have time for all that. And that did not bring joy, and we thought it was a waste of time. So we just let our kids read. So practically, you know, we plug away, and our kids read. Some of your kids read fast, and they get it real easy. Others don't. And part of that is um, just can be just reading aloud as well, as we've said many, many, many times. Exactly. And something, you know, and again, it is not about other people. You know, it doesn't matter what other people do to make you feel good. That's not the point. But <laughs> that being said, you reading to your kids, if that is what you're doing, you know, on a, on a somewhat regular basis, maybe not. But if it is something, that is something that is such a gift that a vast majority of the world is not doing. Uh, if you, you know, go in the public school and ask most kids, their parents are not reading to them on a regular basis. Not saying they're ruined because of it, but I just think that is a really cool thing to be able to have that with your mom or dad or whoever it may be. Uh, I think it, it has a lot of lasting effects. But again, don't worry if it's not all the time or whatever. Doesn't you know, none of this is to be like if you aren't doing these things, you're an absolute failure. That is not what we want you to take away from this. But what's next? No, but what we do want you to take away from is, you know, in within that, pick a pri- your priority. Right. The priority is reading. It's not all that other stuff that comes along with it. You know, if you like that and you get joy out of it and your kids get joy out of it, go for it. But if you don't and your kids don't, then drop that. But you know, again, for us. We know that they need to be able to know God's word and that and they get that through reading. I knew a guy in our church. He was an older guy. He could not read um, for whatever reason. He could not read. And he would come to me and he said, Todd, I don't understand why these people skip church because the Bible says you shouldn't skip church. You know, he didn't he didn't read that in the Bible. He and it wasn't in the Bible, but he thought it was. That's why we want our kids really to be able to read. Um, and that leads us to the next one. How about writing? Um, you know, everybody needs to write, but not everybody's going to be a writer. And in fact, with chat GPT, you don't even have to hardly know anything, um, you know, but it is a way to communicate. Um, right. And so we teach our kids writing. Um, you know, we've tried different things that we had um, IEW, which is Institute for Excellence in Writing. Some of our kids really loved that. 
Um, but the thing that I noticed is that some of our kids wrote, like Catherine, she, she's written several books. Uh, from a young age, she wanted to write. Like when Ben wrote, Ben was a fearful of writing because I think he was fearful of making mistakes. So he would, we would do dictation and we'd say, the cat ran up the tree and he'd go, um, can you repeat it again? And we'd go, the cat ran, and he goes, the cat, the, T-H-E. Now to be like, fair, yes. dad wouldn't be able to do it either now. No, no. <laughs> Same. But ben we was both so lose tracks so quickly. A mis ben was yeah. afraid of misspelling right. words. So he would go, every word he would, he wouldn't go on until he knew exactly. Right. Is that right, mom? You know, and and we got to the point where really where his mom decided, okay, we're just going to let you write things. We're not going to grade him because Ben also would write in this microscopic handwriting that was like you'd have to use a microscope to read it because I don't know if it was so tight. But again, we I think we kind of because of his personality and because we put pressure on getting everything right. And so we just said, okay, you write. We're not going to look at it. And and that kind of gives you maybe not the fear. Now, Ben's smiling, so he's going to say something. No, I mean, Roger just said Mr. Perfection. Well, maybe at the time, but that's all gone now. You should see my handwriting and spelling. It's pretty great. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, what? I think you okay. did. Okay. Okay. Well, at the beginning, you mentioned it. Not everyone's going to be a writer, but everyone will be need to be able to communicate. So, uh, you know, whether that's through email, text, whatever it may be, uh, you know, most jobs do require interacting at some level with other people. So I think it's it's helpful to have some ability to string together a sentence or even just write a card or a note to someone. So um, and I think that's so true. But I, again, if we talk about priority, then you as a parent get to decide your priority. Right. I mean, uh, we live in an area with a lot of Amish people. Amish go to eighth grade. Um, I mean, they can go longer, but you know, they often just go to eighth grade. Uh, we had someone who either did some work for us or did a quote for us, and he wrote this thing for us. It was like a quote, and it was written like about an eighth grader, you know? But he was okay with that. He probably makes more money than I have do and has a bigger farm and more stuff and, you know, all these things. But that was their priority. That's what they chose. He's, they're not wrong for doing that. They just know this is what you need. We're going to get you there. I think in homeschooling, we need to kind of say, this is what you need. This is what I see you using. We're going to get you there. So when we have our kids write, again, we care about their writing. People will try to sell you so much stuff. Oh, you have to do sentence diagramming. You have to know all the grammar. You have to know, honestly, for our family because it did not bring us honor joy, even though my, my wife is a grammar person, I convinced her not to do grammar because grammar is, this is Todd speaking, not God speaking, is a waste, <laughs> you know? Within <laughs> you know? reason, within reason. Okay, ben, Ben's trying to calm me down. No. There are, I mean, tone it. there are, I have long over trial and error figured out like for the most part when stuff is and thank goodness for Grammarly and all those because again that will fill in all of those gaps for the most part. Uh, it is a little bit helpful to know when a period should be versus you know uh, whatever else but that's about the only <laughs> But thing. it should it's kind of like you, you like how you talk right. you know no but you know so I, yeah yeah no, and they're going to get some of those tricks. I've right. gotten some of those tricks as an adult you know um, but again to know what a dangling participle is, 
Right. If you're going to be an English teacher who's going to grade, give a test on a kid and then grade a kid, you you need to know what a dangling participle is. But you probably don't need to know it. Sentence diagramming, again, is a waste of time. Um, I know people will say, yes, oh, yes, Todd gives us a command of the English language. I don't, I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying it. I think it gives some teachers something to grade, but that's and a job. Um, but, but I yeah. don't know. But All you right. get to decide that, parents. So if you love grammar, go for it. But if your kids are crying and you're beating your head against the wall, you know, you decide what matters to you. Okay, well, we're quick here before we do the last couple. Uh, we just want to say thank you to teaching textbooks. Uh, math can be uh, one of those times that has a lot of uh, tears or uh, what I'm trying to blanket on the word, but a lot of stress. Uh, I know that was the case for us growing up at some point, but once we switched to teaching textbooks, honestly, a lot of that went away. And uh, it's one of our favorite, was one of my favorite times of uh, homeschooling later on. And I know some of my siblings as well. Uh, teaching textbooks has options you know curriculums for all ages essentially i think it's third grade is when it starts but uh just an amazing curriculum it's easy to use it's interactive it's you can get it from any device as an internet browser um but you can go check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com we really appreciate them their support and uh, they're just an amazing math curriculum so we'd encourage you to use them if you haven't already and of course we want to encourage you uh to go check out homeschooling today magazine who's also sponsor of the show um, it says right on their front page, join, join the growing movement of parents who are setting, setting aside comparisons, taking control of their children's education, choosing courage over fear, letting God lead and homeschool boldly. You know, really, Homeschooling Today magazine is not just a magazine, even though it's an amazing magazine, but it is a movement. It's a movement of parents who are kind of doing what we are talking about right now are just homeschooling the way God has put in their heart and doing it without fear. So if you need some more encouragement that in that, I would just encourage you to go check out homeschoolingtoday.com. Hey, uh, we're talking about writing. Um, how about spelling? Ben, are you a good speller? Uh, out loud, terrible. Writing, like if I'm typing it or writing it, I'm okay. Because <laughs> something's auto-correcting for you. Well, no, I just mean like <laughs> my muscle memory can kind of do it. But if I have to do it verbally, I, I get lost pretty easy in spelling. So no, Here's my theory. Here's my theory. <laughs> good spellers are good spellers. Bad spellers are always bad spellers. Now I know I'm like this renegade because all these moms will come and say, that's not true, Dodd. We can make, you can go ahead. But, but what we do in our homeschool, our priority is we want our kids to, at least be aware that was is not w-u-z you know <laughs> or uh, which we've seen a lot of was's in our life you know or they t-h-a-y right. um but we plug away and we just give our words every week and they do them and some of them are great spellers now some are still not good um and they kind of came as they were packaged um but let's let's go to one uh, uh, I, that maybe Ben's, you know, good at. How about history? How what what priority do you think that should be in our homeschool, Benner? I mean, I think it's important, and just in terms of just the, I think it gives perspective. I think it gives you kind of uh, a way of understanding. There's a bigger picture than just you know you and where you're at right here in the moment. Um, but again, that can look like a million other different things. I mean. 
history is almost basically endless. There's, you know, goes all the way back. It's going to continue develop. There's always going to be more history. Uh, and it can be as detailed as you want or as broad as you want. And, I, and again, I would say reading aloud, enjoying books with your kids, having them develop just a, um, interest in the past of what what has happened, I think is a really fun thing. I mean, I my kids love it when I'm like, oh, did you know at one time, you know, people landed on the moon and we're just talking about that. It's not, it's not like we're sitting down to have history time and I'm not throwing dates out there. It's just showing them the interesting things that have happened in the past, you know, and that can even be talking to an older person. I mean, there's just so much, uh, that history can look like, Me. but I do think, yeah, exactly. But I do think it is important just because it helps, you know, to some extent when people are throwing things out there, that it may not be truth, especially in this day and age when there's just a lot of stuff being said that's just absolute, you know, it's just not true. But I don't think if you didn't have any grasp of that, you may not know that. But again, in the grand scheme, you're not going to be like you can't function in life. I mean, my wife does not care, doesn't know a ton of history, but, you know, it doesn't <laughs> affect her in a negative way. I mean, overall. So, um, you know, it, it is different. For but everyone. I will say that sometimes, I, you know, I, I know so many homeschooling moms who will say, you know, I never really realized I liked history till I got to right. homeschool my kids. You know, that means when they say that is that you don't learn everything you do as a kid. You know, you're, there's lots right. of learning afterwards. So, um, but I will say for us, our history did not look like textbooks. It did not look like um, the way I learned history, which I didn't learn it. I just read it. Um, ours were living books with lots of stories and there's some great places you can get some list and our kids just read these books and we read them out loud and they didn't know it was history but it was history yeah. um we should of course talk about math which we have in the past you know our priority is we focus really on the stuff and I, i'm not going to even get into it but the stuff that we know our kids are going to use this is just me speaking not god I'm tired of, and we go, don't have enough uh, energy to teach things that we know our kids are not going to use. So, you know, if you think your kids, when you get to every kid is math, you know, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, you know, maybe some fractions. But when it goes higher than that, there aren't a lot of kids who use it anymore. So if your kids, if you think your kids going to use it, you know, whether to get into college or whether, then do it. But if you think that's not what they're going to do, don't stress out about it. Just do the important thing. And I would say uh, the one thing that I do think is a nice priority is maybe teaching wisdom and how to manage money and finances and mm. some of that. Not like insane depth, like here's how to do the stock market, but just, you know, what does investment can that be, you know, what does savings or checking or credit card or debit card or some of those basic things that a lot of people don't necessarily know, especially if your kids are like teens, I think that's really helpful. Like how are taxes going to work? You know, things like that. Um, I think that's pretty, pretty helpful and everyone will interact with it. So that's something that I think you, that's count so and good. Really good. And that's practical and a priority. You know, if you make that a priority to teach them what they're going to use later, that's would be the things you would teach them. You know, even as we go into science, uh, you know, there's just a lot of stuff that just takes up our time. I want my kids to be excited 
about God's creation and the amazing thing about a dolphin, how it jumps out of the water and can go really high and has sonar. But when you just start talking about the phylum class genus species, you bore them to death and they never learn that. And they learn that science is not fun um, and dolphins are not fun. And so we just put a priority on really having our kids enjoy that learning part. Well, uh, we're really out of time, but there are other things that you could make your priorities. Maybe that's uh, like Ben said, finance, maybe use a Dave Ramsey thing or maybe cooking or maybe uh, like my son, Sam, he did animation or I had a son who was into vacuums and 3D printers and welding or Catherine liked hair and, you know, doing fingernails or whatever or art or any of those things. The great thing about homeschooling is that you can make that a priority in your homeschool. And so, you know, as you're training them for the future, if you think, hey, this kid's gonna be, he's gonna do something with horses. So, you know, our, we're gonna spend a lot of time doing stuff with horses um, or whatever. Um, ben, do you wanna have any closing thoughts? No, I think that's good. I think maybe even some of the other things that I think are more conceptual things more than specific topics we can maybe talk about another week. But uh, I think that's that's really good and a good good place to, to wrap it up. Um, hopefully okay. this, again, does not discourage or make you have this giant list of, oh, no, here's all these things. It should encourage and uh, help you hopefully feel okay with you know, as mom said, if what, what's what's her saying? If you, you know, learn a little and learn la- a little bit and laugh, laugh a little, you will yeah. have accomplished a lot. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, and really that's, that's what I want to do for, for, for you is not to do more. I've never met a home. Honestly, I have not met a homeschooling mom who doesn't, who isn't working really, really hard. Um, I hope that maybe after listening to us week after week, maybe you'll do a little less. In fact, I remember, I don't, I, I probably shared this story before, but I don't know if Ben remembers it. It happened in our church. Um, it was with Mrs. Jeffries, if anybody knows who that is. Um, she was giving, we were talking about like prayer requests and she said, you know, all these homeschooling moms come up to me and they say, what should I do? And, you know, how could I do it better? And she said, I tell them, stop trying. I remember, I don't, I, and, I probably And everybody laughed, but she was dead you serious. Know, stop trying. And what she was saying is that we try so hard in our own energies, trying to make sure we cover all our bases and do all these things, and we lose the joy. And sometimes we even frustrate our children, and we don't make homeschooling or learning a very good experience. And it should be. So maybe after listening, you get to try a little less. Um, so have a great week. Um, if you still haven't started for the school year, congratulations. But uh, we're running out of summer because this is the big Labor Day weekend. Hope you have a great time. Hope you uh, play hard and do all those things that maybe you have still put off for the summer. And uh, then maybe ease into homeschooling. But have a great weekend. And of course, don't forget to smile. Thank you for joining us. If you haven't already, please leave a review on whatever podcast app you listen on. This is a great way to help spread the word. Also, thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making the Smiling Homeschooler possible. Have a great week, and don't forget to smile.